Welcome to the new episode of the Boostly podcast. This is the podcast that gives you the tools, the tactics, the training, and of course, the confidence so you can go out there and get more direct bookings. My name is Liam Carolan, and today we're going to dive behind the host with a, another successful host in the short-term rental industry. Uh, today, we're going to be joined by Nicole uh, Goodecker. Uh, she's from Homely Stay, and you can find them by going to homely-stay.com. She's got an awesome uh, apartment. So you go and check them out on the website. Beautiful background behind the bedding and uh, behind the beds and just general great decor in general. So welcome along, Nicole. Looking forward to uh, speaking about your business today. Hi, I'm happy to be here. Awesome. So let's get started in the way that we usually do, which is, can you just tell us where in the world uh, your hospitality business is, what kind of model you use and how many units and uh, what kind of guests tend to stay there? So um, my um, accommodations are located mainly uh, around Munich, so in Germany, <laughs> but I also manage accommodations in Paraguay. So you can see there's no limit. Um, at the moment, there are 16 units. And they are very different. So I have small studios without kitchens or on the other side, also houses with pools, sauna and gym. So, um, yeah, most of them are self-checked in, self-check-in accommodation. So the guests can come anytime they want. And in Paraguay, we have a personal handover. Yeah. And because there are so many different kind of accommodations and different locations, um, also the guests are very different and the reason for the trip. So I don't have this special guest or this avatar. Yeah. And in general, my focus is on uh, digitalization and automation, but without losing the personal touch because that's a guest value. They don't want to feel like they are one of 100. So or like when you call somewhere and you're in the line and they, they let you wait for 20 minutes or something like this. So that's my focus. Be personal, but also have digitalization, automatization. Hey, we're looking forward to diving into uh, your tips alongside that. And Paraguay, did you say, is, is one of the units? Is it all the way across in Paraguay? Yeah, there are four bungalows I have with two bedrooms, a pool, uh, AC and stuff like this. Yeah. Wow. So that really is managing from, from afar. So we'll definitely uh, dive into that as well. But before we do, just take us back into how you got into hospitality. How did you get started? How did you catch the, the hospitality bug? Yeah, it's. Uh, I tried to make it short <laughs> because, yeah, I actually, uh, uh, I have actually trained in a tax assistant, and then I was uh, working many years in strategic purchasing in the automotive industry, so something far away from this. Um, and then I went into strategic purchase and consulting. And when I did this, I was kind of bored because you have projects for long times but no results. So you work and work and work and. I was looking for something where I can have more fun and be more creative and have fast results. Um, so I ended up in a startup, startup company um, and they were active in the field of home sharing. So it was the classic Airbnb rental. So like they go to holidays for three weeks and at this time we rent the apartments for them. Yeah. And um, yeah, after a certain time, I um, was working there full time. And the company also moved more in the direction of general short-term rentals. So they were looking for accommodations. They are available for a long time, not only for three weeks, because everyone who has an apartment know how much work it is to build a profile, make pictures and prepare everything. And this, that all for three weeks a year is, is not that much. 
But in general, I didn't like the philosophy of the company. Um, it was more like in Germany, you say mass instead of class. I think it's a little the same in English. Yeah, they didn't respond to the wishes of the customers and they didn't really respond to the needs of the guests. Uh, yeah, so that's why I left it and started my own business. And now I do class instead of mass. So I would say I am the boutique in this business. Nice. So you basically, <laughs> you, you've gone and uh, you've, you've joined that company, saw how not to do it, and you've gone and started your own company to do it in the right way. Is that is that right? Exactly. That's cool. That's cool. So just uh, sort of diving off the tangent, what, what is the market like at the moment in, in sort of Germany? How, how are things across there at the moment? Is it busy? And what is the difference between uh, managing in, in Germany compared to Paraguay? Uh, in Germany, uh, the business is very easy at the moment, I would say, or especially for me, because we are very rated, so we get a lot of guests. We have uh, no not, not, no stuff with uh, coronavirus or something like this, so guests can book, they can come, they don't need to show us any vaccination or something like this. And after the crisis, everyone wants to travel. So we have 80% guests from Germany, but also a lot of guests from USA and uh, many other di um, directions. So um, it's it's very easy. And of course, it's my mother language. So everything I have to do, it's it's easy for me. And uh, all the apartments are close to my home. So the farthest way is, I guess, one hour. So in case something happens, I can go there and, and, and fix it. So Paraguay <laughs> is a little different, um, especially because people who go there uh, have other needs. And um, the, the the lucky thing is that we have someone there. He's from Germany. He lives there since 14 years and he speaks fluently Spanish, fluently German. So I prepare everything before the guests are coming. I make the conversations, I do the check-in formula, etc. But then he is there and pick them up from the airport, bring them to the apartment, explain everything. And he also do the, all stuff with the cleaning. So... Um, yeah, here I'm responsible for everything and there I have someone I can, yeah, I can give some, um, parts. Yeah. That's, that's cool. And, and I've got to ask because, um, how did it come about? I mean, Paraguay, I mean, it's, it's certainly one of those things where you don't just go, do you know where I'm going to go and get a unit? I'm going to go and get one in Paraguay. How did it, how did it happen? You know, as, uh... Uh, yeah, as I mentioned, I, I, um, I, I'm trained in text, um, assistant yeah. and, um, I know someone from this time, he's my tax advisor now <laughs> and he has the houses in Paraguay. So he was buying a, a lot of ground, is that right? Ground. And he started build houses there um, and rent them to, especially people from Germany who want to go to South America to live there. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And he asked me, oh, okay, you're now you're looking for your own business. So I think now you have time to manage the houses. And I said, yes, <laughs> I know. I like I like that. There's there's something which we say here at Boostly and, and in general, which is tell everybody what you do. And that goes to show by talking to the, the the tax advisor saying what you do, he was like, Hey, I've got I've got opportunities because by talking about what we do, opportunities will naturally flow, won't they? Which is cool. So let's dive slightly deeper. What what does success look like and what does it mean to you? For me, success is uh, when I can really make or create something, like uh, create great moments or trips. Uh, before in the company where or the companies I was working in purchasing, I made rich companies richer. So now I make people rich and great memories. I guess that's much nicer. 
And as soon as my company is profitable, I want to donate a part of the income to women shelters, for example. That's very important for me. And I also hope to be a great employer someday because I have seen so many times how not to do it. I like that. I like that very much because at the end of the day, memories is what people really look back on. And, and you know, that's, that's really what we're creating. We're really creating experiences for people. So, so it's amazing to hear. What would you say, so you've scaled from, uh, from zero to 16 units and you're now international. Um, what would you say, looking back, is some of the wow moments, some of the moments that you could look back and go, do you know what, that was, that's something that I'd done which helped me be successful? Um, yes, as mentioned, I was not very happy uh, with the philosophy of the company I was working before. And um, yeah, there was a time where uh, the problem was I didn't want to leave because I really loved what I did. And then there was a moment where I found out that the love that I have for this and the passion is mine, not the company's. So it's it's me and I can take it. So um, yeah, that was the moment when I decided to create my own business. Quick break from the podcast to let you know that the two Boostly books that we brought out, the Book Direct Playbook and the Book Direct Blueprint are two of the top rated and the best selling in the hospitality category on Amazon. For just £2, you can grab both of those books right now. The foundations and the structures that you need to put in place is in the Blueprint. And then for 101 marketing tactics, that is in the Playbook. So go and grab a copy on Amazon now. Just type in Book Direct Playbook or the Book Direct Blueprint and uh, we'll see you on the other side. I like that. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's creating your own uh, destiny, isn't it? And um, like you say, finding your passion is just so important. So has there been any challenges so far along the way? And if so, how did you overcome them? Uh, you mean the way to open my business and finding guests and my first customers or in general? Yeah, just in general, has there been any challenges along the along the way? Any any sort of things you've had to overcome? Yeah, in general, my biggest uh, challenge was to find my to to find my passion. I mean, I just gave you a little, uh, very small overview, but I changed uh, my jobs very often. I also sold cars and I went uh, to the purchasing stuff, and it was nice, but it didn't fulfill me. That was always uh, my problem. And I, actually, I always has been wished to start my own business, but I didn't know what to do. And yeah, then in 2019, I quit my job, gave up my flat, sold my motorbike, uh, my car, everything, because I was on a point. I, I felt like I'm in a golden cage. So, And uh, I wanted to go a ranch to South America and wanted to find myself in my vocation. And yeah, I started to travel and unfortunately after three months, it was over because Corona came. So <laughs> I came back, um, I had no work, no, no apartment, nothing. But uh, during the traveling in South America, it was three months, I was still working for the startup and I found out, okay, I love the work I do there. I love traveling and so I know what to do. Uh, so yeah, I, I went to the, to the company full-time and yeah, now I have my company organized everything so that I can be on site and can travel. So that's for me, the biggest, that was for me, the biggest competition to, to go this way, to find out what I want to do, how I want to do, and now have the possibility to do what I love, but still be able to travel. There's something which resonates with me certainly is that being able to do what you love and still spend time however you want to spend it. And that's something where if somebody's listening to this who is 
uh, quite new to hospitality. It's one of the things which it does allow you to do. There is there is some work involved, isn't there, with short-term rental. There's there's sometimes some uh, sleepless nights, some late-night calls, and uh, you know certainly lots of hard work that goes into it. But if you do it right and if you automate your business, then you can get time to do the things that you want to do. And it's, it's certainly a, a business which allows you to work um, when you want to work, doesn't it? In in you know once you've set up the systems anyway. So exactly. let's talk. Let's talk more um, more about the systems, the actionable sort of stuff, and some of the tips, some of the things that you've done in your business where other hosts can um, you know can emulate, uh, can sort of take inspiration from that and put that into their business. What would you say is the best way to find a property that works for short term rental? Um, in general, I think it's not important where you are; it works everywhere. So it's just it's important to find out what the demand is there. So um, are there tourists or is there, for example, an important clinic nearby where people come uh, to stay there? Um, or is it more a location for installers? That's that's what you have to find out first. And um, all, the other possibility is to make it so special that the people don't care where it is. For example, a treehouse is always a hit. And nobody cares where it is. And nobody wanted to have it in the center of the city. So there, so that's why I think it's not important where it is. And uh, I have a really nice partner. Uh, they, they are called Revenue. They do uh, my revenue management and the pricing. And they have very, very good insights into the market. And um, when I have an, a, a new apartment, because on the one side, I do the management for my customers. So if they have an apartment and they need someone who manage everything like communication with the guests, cleaning, etc. I do it, but I also rent apartments by myself, furnish them and re-rent them. So so when I look for a location, then I definitely have to 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 check uh what's what's the best to do. So like I said, is are there tourists, are there installers? And um what revenue is doing, they make a calculation for me. So they have a deep insight into the market on the one side. And they have very good sources where they can get other information and they can calculate very precisely um, the occupancy rate, the, the price, etc. So I can see, okay, in this month, I have um, this amount. Uh, the next month I have this. And uh, in January, I have a high uh, um, occupancy. And in, in, I said in, in, in summer, it's more or less. It depends. And um, yeah, I, I can see very um, precisely how much will be the amount um, in the in the month and they make it like more slow so you can say okay if they say i i earn 1000 euro a month i know if i do a lot of work and i do it very well it can be also two or three thousand so that's, that's how cool. i do it and what what was the name of that software revenue it's revenue. not the software they are people yeah so, they're pe okay yeah they, they are people so they also do the pricing for me because i don't i don't like the the, the pricing tools because they are just as clever as the person who put uh, the, the information inside. So um, they, they have their algorithm, et cetera. But at the end, if you don't tell them there's a mass or there's a Oktoberfest or there's this and that, they don't know it. And revenue, there are people um, who do it for me. They change the prices every day. And the owner was working 30 years long uh, in hotels and made the revenue there. So yeah, it's very nice to work with him. And anytime I have something, I can call him. I cannot call a system. No. I can call him and can say, okay, 
I think the prices are not so good. Uh, why, why you make it like this? Or I have a customer who said, okay, I want a higher price. And I say, okay, let's, let's talk with uh, Martin from Revenue. What he says, then he gives me a feedback and I can explain it to the, to the customer and say, okay, we think it's not the right time to do that because, and da, da, da. so it's very nice. And anytime I have something uh, in my business, he's, he's really like my partner. So I can always call him. And we talk about ideas I have or something like this. So it's really nice. And the system cannot give me that feedback. I love that. That's very refreshing to hear as well, because a lot of people rely heavily on uh, revenue management softwares, whereas for yourself there, like you say, people buy from people and just having somebody you can speak to about yeah. strategies and who are you know, contactable at the end of the day is a major one. So thank you for, for sharing that. So let's talk about the... Um, the tech that you do use in your business? Is there particular pieces of tech? What would you say, if you were to limit it down to say two or three pieces of tech that you use in your business, which really helps you along your way, what would they be? Yeah, the most important thing in my opinion is the PMS, especially when you offer your apartments on different channels. Um, so I am using Guesty. It's maybe not the best and not the cheapest, but it's I work with it since for a long time. So, um, And the good thing is uh, they also have an app uh, which allows me to work from everywhere because the most things I can do also with the app. And also my staff, for example, the cleaners, they have their task in the app. They see what to do, when they need to do it. They can um, mark the, the the checklist and they can close the tasks. At the end of the day, I see, okay, complete, complete, complete. So that's very important. Um, and I also work with Check-In. It's a company in Spain. Um, they offer a check-in formula for the registration, and I can also do their the tourist tax. I can handle the deposit. So, for, from system side, these are the most important uh, things for me. And devices are definitely electronic locking systems <laughs> um, because they give the guests the possibility to check in anytime they want, and also for us to check what's going on there. So. Let's say when the door is opening five times uh, an hour, you have a party or you have people who work or who own money with having, you know what, <laughs> so, so they have changing. Okay, so that's, that's very important for us. And we have also possibility, for example, we have a problem with the guest and we can say, okay, please leave the apartment and afterwards we can lock the door. Mm -hmm. We don't need to go there. We can lock it from, 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 from home. And uh, a good addition to that are cameras and uh, digital meters who oh. also measure temperature, humidity, number of people. Yes. And besides devices, I think it's important to have partners. So like revenue or um, I also have a cooperation with uh, Rome-like. They, um, I guess it's, uh, there's something similar in the USA. So they have cooperation with manufacturers. And for example, we get uh, furniture um, at a discount because mm -hmm. the flats acts like showrooms. And at the end, I can say, oh, for me, it's very important. I would suggest to do, uh, I would suggest it to everyone, um, work with your competitors because the market is so big and there's enough for everyone. So you can grow together. I work with my competitors in Munich as well. We have our houses next to each other. But we help each other because everybody do it in a little different way. And it's, it's so nice sometimes to talk about something. I remember uh, I was talking with some of my competitors and I told him, oh, I do this and it's so complicated and it needs so much time. Then he said, do it like this. And I was like, 
oh my God, since three months, I tried to find a solution. It's so easy. Thank you. So that's something I would definitely do. So there's a lot to break down there. And I do, uh, there's so many tips just in there. So I guess more than three. Come back to this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to come back to some of those and, uh, and, and we'll just dive back into some of those. But first of all, talking about working with competitors is, you know, this is something which I always say, which is I'd rather have uh, collaboration over competition. And that is because the market is big enough for or uh, for most um, most markets can support competition. Actually, it pushes each other forward, especially if you're helping each other. And also in hospitality, it's where, like you say, you can have the the same property or the same type of property right next to each other, but your decor is going to be different. Your guest experience is going to be different from your competitors, and you can aim at slightly different people. So um, that's a really cool point you've made there, uh, Nicole. So, Nicole, let's just go back through that tech stack just because I want to draw everyone's attention to it. So, Guesty PMS, which does your um, manages your calendar, allows your cleaners to see which jobs they need, and also uh, just makes your day to day life a lot easier. Is that is that right? Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Um, you mentioned that there's the smart locks. Which ones do you use, and why? Uh, can you repeat because the connection was not so good. I didn't hear the second, the yeah. question. The the um the smart locks that you use, what brand do you ah. use and why? Um, we have Domacaba because they are very high in the security um, and they are not so easy to hack. I mean, at the end, if someone wants to hack it, I think he will always find a possibility. I also work with Nuki. Uh, it's not the best solution, but it's cheap. <laughs> so awesome. because yeah, for example, especially when I manage apartments. Um, the customers they they feel uncomfortable to uh, pay high prices for for a locking system, so mm -hmm. they they say like okay first I want to earn money and then I want to spend money for something. I mean it's the wrong, but yeah that's how they are. So that sometimes that's why we sometimes use Nuki um, for the beginning, but then we change to Doma Cover mostly, and sometimes we just have key boxes also. And what would you say is there any um... Did they link up with Guesty? So does Guesty link with your smart locks? Do, have they got like a connection? Uh, in, usually Guesty has, has no integration with them. So we had to build one, but uh, yeah, now it works very well. So it's, it's go automatically in the system. So when I get the booking, it creates a, a code and I can implement it in my auto messages. And what is also nice, for example, in Munich, we have five apartments in one house and four apartments in another house. But for example, someone is looking for uh, an apartment for six guests. Then usually he would not find us because in every room we have only a bed for two guests. But with this um, locking system, we are able to offer more than one room. But at the end, when he book three rooms for six guests, he get the same code for all the rooms. Mm -hmm. So he don't nice. need to get, uh, I don't know, 10 different codes for the first door, for the second door, for the room door. It's one call that they can handle it very easy. If you're struggling on how to get direct bookings and overwhelmed on where to start, then I recommend you go and book in a call with Boostly and our team right now. We can walk you through exactly what we're offering, how we can help you and give you a portfolio of websites that we have worked with that are matching not only your niche, but could be in your location as well. Boostly has helped over 2,000 hospitality businesses all over the world increase their direct bookings. And if you are interested, then all you need to do is go to Boostly, B-O-O-S-T-L-Y.co.uk forward slash call and book in an appointment with one of our sales team. 
the nice thing about that is, first of all, it's easy for the guest, but also you're not having to deal with three different lock boxes, three different potential lost set of keys and things like that. Like you can never lose keys to a, to a smart that's, lock. That's the best. Exactly. So, I mean, we make check-in videos. Yeah. You can see how I walk with my luggage and say, oh, this is the house <laughs> and that's how you put the code, etc. And then uh, the people call me and say, I'm in front of the door. I was ringing the bell, but nobody opens the door. And we explained the first door, you have to um, push two different bells at the same time. Then you can enter. And then they call me like, I, I, I ring the bell, but nobody's open. And I think, okay, at the end, you can do what you want. Um, you always have guests. They don't understand it or don't watch it or et cetera. But we are, I am always available. So it's, it's. Yeah, it's okay nice. to explain it. Nice little tip to, to make a video <laughs> as to how to check in with the yeah. commonly asked questions. So one of the other things you mentioned was um, cameras as well on the outside of your apartments. Is there a particular brand that you use and why? Um, to be honest, I don't know the brand because because I have a company, I work with them together in every security reasons. They do our um, electronic door systems, the um, cameras, and also stuff like um, the digital, uh, where you can change the, the temperature from the heaters. Mm -hmm. All this stuff uh, they do for us. So I don't know that. Um, no, that's cool. That's, uh, what's the name of that company? Is it, is, it a, is it a company just unique to Germany or is it? Uh, yeah, they are just in Munich. They oh, nice. So, uh, hey, I'm jealous. They sound good. <laughs> yeah. um, so let's move on to what would you tell yourself if you could go back and give yourself a tip uh, back at the start of your journey what would you give in terms of advice to yourself or um, what advice would you have for other hosts listening it's very easy you can never please everyone mm -hmm. <laughs> that's my advice really because when you try it uh, you, you will get sad and mad because there it, no matter what you do you can do it perfect but there will always be someone uh, who has a bad day for example sometimes we have we get bookings at the same day so they, they book in the morning and then they say, okay, please fulfill the check-in formula because we are not there. Uh, we cannot send you the check-in data before we get the information from the formula, et cetera. And then they arrive. And on the way to the, uh, to the apartment, they, for example, call me from the taxi and say, how much uh, time do I need to walk there and there? And then I say, oh, uh, 30 minutes. Oh my God, why? No, I want to cancel reservation right now. I'm so disappointed. And I say, okay, I understand you and I know it was a very stressful day, but it was mentioned uh, in the in the profile how far it is from everywhere. And then you really need to get into the guests and you can do everything. They, She entered the apartment. It was clean. It was nice. It, everything was perfect. But at the end, I get a five-star rating because it was too far away from the meeting point with her friends. So yeah. you can't, you it can't always everyone. happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and it's it's about shielding yourself from the those bad reviews as well. It's about making sure that at some stage in the future, every host is going to get a poor review at some stage. You know, it's inevitable. Um, you know, it's just seeing what you can do. It's seeing if there are things that you can control and changing them, and if there's things you can't control, just uh, shield exactly. yourself and, and move on. Uh, so. One of the things which I'd love to ask is I've, I've seen your website, um, which is you recently uh, had a Boostly website, uh, which, mm -hmm. which looks amazing, by the way. And Thank the you. decor in some of your places is amazing. Is it yourself or do you have an interior designer? How does that work? Oh, I know a very good interior designer. It's me. Mm -hmm. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, <so. laughs> yes, I made it. So the apartments, you are talking about other apartments in uh, Munich. 
So we have nine there. And uh, when I um, met a customer, um, the apartments have been really nice. So, but more like a hotel. So you entered it and it was clean and nice. And, but it was like you, you left it and 10 minutes later, you didn't remember how it looked like. So I said, okay, let's try to change it a little bit to, to get the people the possibility to remember where they were. And we also changed the furniture because one of the uh, big um, topic for me is also make the accommodations easy to clean. So, because yes, there are so many possibilities to make an apartment very nice and smooth for the guests. But at the end, when the cleaners need two hours to clean it, it makes no sense. So, um, so we first checked, okay, are the guests happy with the furniture? What was the feedback in the, in the past? Um, so we changed the furniture a little bit and also the interior and I made the whole concept. And I was very thankful for that because he gave me the possibility to do that. And I, I didn't study anything in this case or I, I'm not an architect or something like this. So it was just me and my ideas. And uh, he gave me his trust to do this. And now I, I have a reference and can say, okay, look, that's how it looked before. That's how it looked after. We have 9.8 rating overall for our rooms, not just because of the interior, also because of service, cleanliness, etc. but it works. So for example, the customer, he had approximately 8,000 euro a month um, during COVID and after I took him and changed the services and the profiles and also the interior, we went to, I guess, 70,000 a month. And after COVID, now we have approximately 25,000 a month, just because I changed management, cleaning, everything. So there's, there's so many possibilities and so much what you do. And I think a lot of people think, oh, to have a, a holiday apartment is super easy. I just put some furniture from Ikea and I don't know, rent it to, to people. And sometimes someone's come and clean the apartment and it's not, it's, it's, it's so big business. And there's so many things to you can do and you can be so um, creative and um, yeah. Really I, nice. think, I think there's two points, which I really want to draw people's attention to there, which the first one is, you know, you're, a lot of people on a scroll will be going through Airbnb, Booking.com or, or even direct through your website and they'll be looking at the apartments. When they're gone to make the decision, they might talk it over with a partner or, or some other decision maker and the ones which will stand out will be the ones which are memorable. And you said it there where, you know, do something to make your, your places memorable, which is so important. And the second tip, which I've not heard from anyone else, Nicole, this is, is buy furniture, which is easy to keep and maintain yeah. and, and keep clean because at the end of the day, you know, it can look absolutely amazing, you know, like a suede sofa or whatever it is or, or whatever, you know, whatever it is, but one spill or, you know, of red wine or, um, you know, some damage to, to certain piece of items means that that entire experience is then lost or you're looking at replacing, you know, heavy costs and things like that, looking at replacing furniture. So finding stuff which is good quality, but also easy to maintain and keep clean is, is, is a great little tip. So, exactly. So what I would also offer is or suggest is sleep in your apartments to see what if there's something missing and also clean them by yourself. Because when I was cleaning the apartments, I was so annoyed of uh, taking the, the um, toilet brush out of the room and the little trash bin. And I need to put everything out of the bathroom just to um, clean it. And now mm -hmm. we have everything on the wall. So nice. You just need to go inside and you can vacuum and do the, all the stuff without taking anything anywhere 
So it's so yes. simple, but yeah, it's so, so easy for the cleaners right now and they need less time at the end. I love these tips. I love the yeah, great little tip and uh, one where cleaners everywhere are shouting, yes, Nicole, yes, that is, that's 100% what cleaning, people need to do. It's a cleaning business. Yeah. It's yeah. not more, it's not less. It's a cleaning business. You can be nice. Or let's say you can say the wrong name of the guest by accident, yeah? Maybe the room is not ready at three as you offer it. Everything can happen. The guests will be fine as long as the room is on point. It's clean because it's the value you give to the guests. Like they see that it's important for you that they feel comfortable. So as I said, you can do many things wrong. At, at the end, when it's clean and on point, they will forgive you everything. But you can be nice, have a nice decor, a good price, everything. But if it's dirty, it's done. And it's 100%. So what does the future of uh, Homely Stay looks like? Um, I would like to grow, of course, but I like to grow very slow because I like class instead of math, as I mentioned. And of course, I would like to offer more services in the future. So um means like I want to have corporations with uh, other companies in the area. For example, you book our apartment uh, with your girlfriend. You want to have a romantic um, weekend and you can um, book uh, a five-star cook and he's coming to the apartment and book uh, and cook a very nice menu for you like this or you want to rent an e-bike or something like this so mm -hmm. at the end I, I want that you have a holiday apartment and all the plus you have with it like you have your own kitchen you have your privacy but on the other side you don't need to miss the services you know from a hotel so that's what I want to like to do in the future more <laughs> Uh, it sounds exciting. And I mean, at this time, we tend to do a few uh, quick fire, just fun questions. And you mentioned earlier on that you like to travel. So I'd love to just find out what would be, uh, what has been your top travel destination and where would you like to travel to also and why? Um, yeah, as mentioned, I want, I, I want to do uh, travel around South America. And the first three months I was in Chile because I do paragliding. And in Chile, you can do it very well. So I stuck there for three months and I didn't see more than Chile, but it was really nice. I also went to the north of Chile for Carnival. It was really nice. Um, that's uh, And very nice destinations are Greece, definitely, in, uh, in, in Europe, also for paragliding. And where I really want, to, uh, I would like to go is uh, Brazil or other countries in South America in general, or also Central America, like. Uh, Guatemala or other countries. These are the, the areas I'm most interested in. Nice. It definitely sounds like you've got a passion for for those places. Um, what would you say if you could um, travel to any time period uh, throughout human history, which time period would you most like to visit and why if you had a time machine? Uh, definitely the 60s, I guess, because I like rock and roll and I like the dresses with the points everywhere and the hair and the makeup and yeah. <laughs> That's nice. what comes and the cars. Oh my God. I love American cars, muscle cars, etc. So I like, I would like to drive an old Ford Mustang or something like this. <laughs> yeah. I love it. That's a brilliant answer. Brilliant answer. So, and we always close by asking what mantra or motto do you live by or one a saying that really resonates with you? Yeah. My mantra is don't complain about life when you are its designer. That's my motto. <laughs> Perfect, perfect. And I've got to be honest, that is what I've taken from this uh, this this podcast. Uh, I really feel, Nicole, like you're you're somebody who goes, the power is in your hand, you know. And if there's one message from from this podcast which could go out there to everyone, is that 
you know, you could have an average business or you could have an absolute great business. The difference is you as the, you know, design exactly. you put on the wall, it's the automations, it's the, um, you know, sort of where you're willing to, to manage the, um, the services that you offer as well. So yeah, that is amazing. And thank you so much for, for coming on and sharing uh, your message with everybody. So if there's people listening to this thinking, I've really enjoyed this, how do I get in touch with Nicole? What's the best way to do so? Uh, the best way is, I would say, follow me on Instagram, <laughs> because there you can also contact me. So on Instagram, my name is underline formally stay all together underline and um, yeah you can also find me on facebook it's facebook slash homely stay gmbh so there you amazing. can find me amazing Thank also, you. on my website you already uh, uh told the, the address of my website at the beginning it's www.homely-day.com awesome awesome i'm sure you're gonna have a lot of people reach out to you off the back of this because you've shared some marvelous tips um, so yeah, was there any final thoughts just before we close off or any questions that I missed? There's only one thing I would like to add because we did not really talk about what, what my business is because, uh, as I mentioned, I also, I do managing, uh, for, for, for hosts around the world at the end, but I also, it's also possible to, uh, yeah, to, to get me for, um, how to say for advices. So I also, I am kind of consultant. So uh, I also work for my competitors. So they, for example, um, book me when they need uh, stuff or other other things because they don't need to explain what to do. They say, hey, Nicole, uh, I need uh, cleaning stuff. Can you please look for them? And then I do everything until the end. I, I show them how to do it. I do everything. So that's also possible. And uh, yeah, that's just important that maybe the people know if they need someone who help them with the business, I am also available for that. That's amazing. Thank you so much, Nicole. I've really enjoyed today. And uh, hopefully the people listening to this as well has picked up some awesome tips. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for coming on. So that's it from us here at Boostly. I thank you for listening to this podcast. I know there's a lot of places that you can put your attention. And uh, today you've decided to spend that time with us. So thank you so much. Uh, hopefully you've got some good value and we'll see you on the next one. Thank you and bye for now.